And it's your girl Double Dose. And our special guest. And welcome our special guest, Jace. Hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> like some kind of cool little come in thing. Women, does that look? <laughs> women, hold on, women. Let me see. Let me try something. I'll just be mashing buttons, y'all. Apparently so. (laughs) So, tonight's topic is how toxic is too toxic. And we're also going to get into a little bit of red flags and things to look out for, you know, when you may be embarking on a toxic person. I'm toxic. (laughs) I I, I really, really, I let everybody know up front. I'm I'm toxic friend. I'm toxic relationships. I'm toxic at work. I'm that person you don't want to bring to the club because I'm going to fight. <laughs> and I'm the non I'm the non-toxic person. I, I believe in you know effective conflict resolution. I believe in walking away. I believe in just you know being at peace. I wish you peace and blessings and all your endeavors. Just leave me alone. That's mm-hmm. not peaceful. me. Mm-mm. Well, I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit in between. You gotta you gotta. It depends on the situation with me, baby. Right. I like it. I like a healthy combination. Yes, I, I, I like to call myself a little balanced, but baby, ain't nothing wrong with being a little toxic, but some people deserve it. Mm-hmm. Jace, I thought we were connecting. I thought. We are connecting. We are connecting. But I mean, okay, so forgive me because I am speaking the inhumane of me because I, again, I surround myself with a bunch of people. I don't force it. I do not manipulate manipulate anyone to being my friend or being around my energy. It's just that people gravitate towards me naturally. So when you have that type of personality and that type of atmosphere and people see you as a beacon, that's what they're going to gravitate towards. So you never know what type of person you're going to run into. You never know what type of personality you're going to cling to. So I say this to you, my sister, we're going to vibe, we're going to connect, we're going to go through all the emotions, and trust me, I try my best to be as genuine as I possibly can in my realness, and whatever I give out is whatever you perceive. I've never apologized for that, ever. See, look, this is the reason why we bonded. <laughs> I'm here for it. I am so that's just that's just me. That's just me. I mean, I'm just speaking my truth. I'm I'm speaking my experience, and that's that's all I can do. I mean, that's I mean that's I mean that's what you gotta do. A lot of people understand. Yeah, a lot of people, and the crazy part about it, a lot of people are not awakening to themselves. A lot of the times, you see a lot of people doing things, and then they realize, damn, did I just do that? And they're here first before they actually form it into words into sentences. And then you just got people who just simply don't give a fuck. They don't care. They don't give two fucks about it. Bitch, they will cut you like a knife and bitch watch you bleed. They just don't give a fuck. And it's okay. And it's okay. That's what makes the world spin when you (laughs) that's what makes the world spin. Believe it or not, that's what makes the world spin when you are dealing with so many different entities. It's what's what's important is how you you maneuver in life on your own person. That's what's important. Yeah. And I think a lot of people seem to forget that. Yeah, I mean, I completely, I can completely, completely agree. So, um, into this whole toxic 
this whole toxic um, conversation that we're getting into tonight. Um, okay. I guess, uh, how do we want to start this? <laughs> well, let me start off by saying, fuck everybody that has a red flag in toxicity. I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> I literally just got out of a situation with a toxic motherfucker I've been with for five years. And I'm so mad that I just gotten awakened to his retarded. Oh, don't have me read this boy on this podcast, baby. I don't want to do this. Go ahead. I don't want to do this. Go ahead. I don't want to, but I will if I had to. Okay, so let me be, let me let me keep it cute. And let me just stick to what I know. Okay. So you guys wanted to know. Well, I, I know you wanted to know, um, Chucky, that, you know, the status that we had, that I had uploaded. You said you've been on my goddamn page for hours. I've never heard no bullshit like that. Don't ever do that again. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> that is the most serious shit ever for somebody to tell you, like, bitch, I've been on your page for hours. Why, bitch? Like, why I was going to you was going to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, and I felt, I felt like, I honestly... The five years of me being in a relationship with this one particular guy made me felt like it made me feel like death because when you invested so much time, so much energy, so much of yourself, and not to mention so much of your fucking finance that's attached to your credit, it can fuck you up as a person. Yes. Did you hear me? Like the changes I had to go through. And I don't understand if anybody out there can relate to me, including with you guys, but that is a scary fucking sight to be in. Period. Yes. I agree. Credit and money are like two very terrifying things for me. Everything else I can probably deal with. I can I can deal with visiting your parents, sweeping up the house and making food, but money and credit, ugh. Uh-uh. That's, ooh, that's, baby. that's a little mm-hmm. that's a big old step right there because I don't like losing it, my money. I, I agree. And I felt like I was losing my money, my patience, and my time and faith on this one nigga, and I don't think not one person on this earth can have that much power. Now, that jumps into the domain of toxicity. Let me explain that a little bit more in detail. Um, Some people wear on their sleeve as a pride. Some people do wear on their sleeve as a pride. They can utilize it as a weapon. Um, They can utilize it in their personality, and they can utilize it to get what they want out of people. Very narcissistic behavior, but... Sometimes it's worth it and sometimes it's not. As I mentioned before, Chucky, and, and, and you'll agree that when people come to my page, mm-hmm. I may not be the best looking person in the world, but I'm damn sure not ugly. When I post on my page, I may be ugly, but I'm damn sure not broke. <laughs> and everybody was living for it a little bit. And I was like, damn, am I ugly? Well, which one is? So I had to, um, I mean, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just, I honestly, I really had to put myself in a position where um, I, I, I wanted to express myself in every way possible way. And I, I wanted to be relatable because I know it's people out there that are afraid to say certain things or afraid to be real because they don't want the backlash or they don't want to be put in a position of being judged because they dealt with somebody that was toxic or they're toxic themselves. So they hide behind certain things. I'm the type of bitch don't give a fuck. I'm going to come out my mouth and say what I got to say. Whoever don't like it, kiss my whole ass. That's just me. So, um, <laughs> and I'm going to back my words up with it. And anybody that knows me knows that. So, but going back to um, this topic in a whole, um, you never know who you're dealing with until you actually get to know him. And I think in the gay community, with us as a whole, we always fall for the attraction first mm-hmm. and we stay there. Mm-hmm. we stay there and 
we deal with the consequences afterwards and we try to bear with it as much as we can, but not realizing that it changes us in so many different um, dynamic situations that we lose ourselves and our self-respect and we diminish a lot, ourselves. A lot of times it's not even the attraction. A lot of times it, we'd be caught on either the sexual experience that you got that first time or that, that one nice thing that person did to you, did for you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, um, and like in the gay community, like I'm sorry to interrupt, but the, in the gay community, um, you open up to somebody and you let them know, you let you let them know. Uh, to me, I think we let people know a little bit too much about ourselves yeah. when we get to know them at first. Mm -hmm. Um, in this community, that's just my own personal opinion. And then that 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 leaves you that leaves you kind of raw and open for other things to happen. It does. And you're I'm definitely I, gonna agree with you on that. I wouldn't even say that is I honestly I feel like that could be the same way for like speaking as a straight woman, like. Granted, yes, we will gravitate towards looks and and money, but you know, I don't think that's too far off either. Like you show us, like for some women, I think if you show them like a real good time, or you touch a part of them that speaks to their emotion, you pretty much got them, you know, to a degree. Yeah. I'm not commenting like I put a Facebook jam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got a lot of. <laughs> For real, I definitely agree to that. But you know, a lot of the times with with us gay men, we get a lot of our traits from women. Mm -hmm. We get a lot of our traits from women because before anything else, for boys, for men, we look to women more than we will look to a father. Mm -hmm. Before we know anything else, before we know God itself, we will look to a woman for everything. So the skill set, the skill traits, the, the behavior, everything that when we go through as gay men, in some form of way or some form of fashion, idealistically, it comes from a woman. As far as how you are being treated, what type of guys you invest in, what kind of guys you are attracted to or, or that you're willing to be open to. Like I grew up, okay, so I will say this, I grew up in a, a woman home. I have four brothers and I'm a twin, believe it or not. My twin is straight. <laughs> My twin is straight, okay? but predominantly I grew up in a household around women. So I picked up certain certain traits from my mother um, and how trouble times with my father that I carried into my adulthood, not knowing that I'd done it because I've always gravitated that relationship with my mother. And when I meet other gay men and I always have a deep general connection with a friend or something like that, they will say the same thing. And it's just like, it's not even weird anymore. It's just like a natural order of things when it comes to men. That's definitely true because um, I'm my mother. I mean, it was, it was in, in our household. Majority was just me, my mom, and my sister. So hmm. um, I'm my mother inside and out. When I say I talk like her, I act like her, I say things like her. <laughs> <laughs> I treat niggas just like her. Cause the exact same way she's the exact same way that she treats me. That she treat me in the exact same thing I do. Yeah, um, that's why I say um, I do have a level of toxic, toxic, tox, You know the word. <laughs> Let me take this damn shot. I'll be, I'll be messing up that damn word all night tonight. Toxicity. Let me take this goddamn shot. <laughs> oh my goodness. But seriously though, I mean, and they always say that women are toxic naturally because women ask for the impossible of a man that a man is not willing to give. I just so, somebody. Really? Because mm -hmm. yeah, it was a Facebook post. Um, it was actually yesterday. This girl, um, this girl, this boy made this Facebook post and said that um, no matter no matter what woman he get, she not paying rent. 
she she not mm. paying rent. And then another girl commented on there said, um, why would I why why would if he if he was paying rent before me, why would I pay rent? Why would I pay rent and we living together? And I was like, Well, if you it do take three times the income, that's what they look for when you go looking for a place. At the yeah. end of the day, your income in his income, I mean, why can't you contribute? And she's like, I'm the table. Okay, so what are you providing? You'll know when you pay the rent. So you're not providing anything? What I mean, what? honestly, that's that's typically my response. I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I've never been asked by any man, any man, what do you bring to the table? I've never been asked that question. But mm. in those conversations, when I hear that, like even like with other with other men, when they talk about what a woman brings to the table, I don't answer that question. I tell them straight up, I don't bring a damn thing. You'll find you'll find out when it happens. Exactly, that's proof in the pudding. But they got to get past that toxic trait, though. And you know, most people can't handle it. And everyone has a different definition of toxic. And I say this to say that, and I'm gonna back you up on this. I, I promise you this, I'm gonna back you up on it. When, and I, and by the way, that response was beautiful because with me, if even for a man to come and be like, well, what, what, what you bring to the table? Nigga, I am the table, clash my shit and make a beautiful masterpiece. And I always say this, but I never tell, I never put my cards out on the table for anybody to see, because again, I don't know what they're bringing towards me. The problem is by me having Standards mm-hmm. that is also considered as a toxic trait, and let me let me get into the definition of that. Because I have standards and I was raised a certain way. <clears throat> excuse me, I take a risk on talking to someone who does not hold up that same standard. So they'll look at me like, "Oh, you're a problem. Oh, you asking for too much. You too hard." They they always make excuses and they always try to reroute the unimportance of what they're trying to get from me, and then they're turning it into a negative thing that creates toxicity right there. So instead of them focusing on, I want to get to know you, I see your standards, I see your hardworking man, I see you, I see you got great qualities. I want to be on, I want to be a part of this team. I want you to, I want to be able to get a skill set from you and apply it to my life. No, these stupid motherfuckers want to beef with you, want to be in competition with you, want to reroute, want to be able to put your, put, a, put yourself in a position where they don't have the strength or the skill set to actually deal with you. So they automatically put you in a toxic position. And then a person like me... Gaslighting. Huh? Oh, somebody said gaslighting in the comments. Gaslighting, okay. And a person like me, for an example, I have to make a decision on whether if I want to accept this person and deal with that shit, or just let this person go and let it be. But I always fall for the same shit. It's the looks for me. It's the looks. It's the looks. He finds his shit. I don't give a fuck. He fine. He got good dick. I don't care. Oh, it always, <laughs> it always, it always fall underneath of that physical thing. And I always try to, I always, listen, I always be forgetting as a human being, you never know when your time is coming. You never know when your time is coming. You never, nobody knows. So I always tell myself, like, I'm going to get the experience while I'm alive because I don't know what happens behind, behind, beyond death. So I'm going to deal with whatever I got to deal with right here right now. And the beautiful thing about it, you are, okay, going back to my relationship, I, I hate this nigga, but I have to, and I know this is fresh. When I first met him, he lied to me. He lied to me. He tried to match my energy, and he really tried his best to really go the distance with it. Like, and I will say this for an example. The first year of us dating, we were never in the country. Now, how he got the money, don't ask me how. I'm a mm-hmm. medical coordinator. I make good money. I don't have to ask nobody for shit. 
again, I was raised by some some great parents who really pushed my education for me. And shout out to the ones out there who have great parents that are still around, that's pushing you. Even in your adulthood, you might be a trifling, low-down, dirty bitch, but you still got some parents out there <laughs> who are pushing you for greatness. Please take the advice because once your parents leave, there is no coming back and you on your own. So I just want y'all to know that. Okay. Um, even see, look, look, Chucky, right now you just told me to put my phone, do not disturb. It's niggas in my inbox right now. Listen, so um <laughs> so um but I say this because my ex when the first year of us did, and he really tried to keep up with me. And not not that I was giving him that inch, but he really wanted to show me that you're a man, I'm a man. I can match whatever you match, and we can do this thing together with team. And that's what I fell in love with. I fell in love with the first lie, not knowing that it was the first lie. The same and thing. The, the same thing exact happened to me with um with Voldemort. See, Ooh, the same exact thing. But the thing is, I didn't go for looks. I that was the first time I didn't go for looks. I did not go for that. I don't. I I didn't go for looks. I I, I literally I cannot stress this the fuck enough. <laughs> Did not go for looks this time. It still got played and was the, 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 the nigga was talking. Got, but that's the, got played like a fucking fiddle. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah. It for me, it was the conversation at first, and it was like me saying that I wanted somebody that could pick me up and spin me around. At that time, I was fat as fuck. Yeah, I want to see my fucking god. <laughs> and he 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 picked me, he picked my fat ass up and spun me the fuck around, literally. And I was surprised. Literally. I was surprised. I ain't never seen my feet up off the ground. But oh, <laughs> other than being on my back, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. But oh <laughs> yo, oh my god. But um he picked me up and spun me around. And I got stuck on that moment. I got stuck on that moment. And when I was stuck on that moment, when I was when I was stuck on that moment, it seemed like everything he did after that, I brought myself right back to that same exact moment. Like literally, mm -hmm. I came home and he was fucking somebody else in my bed. And I literally, I literally did all the forgiving stuff and everything else like that because I was still stuck on who the person you were pretending to be. Mm. I have a different story. Every money that I didn't give to him, he didn't give to the next nigga. Hmm? Can you imagine? Uh, 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 yes, sis. Come on, let's be awake now. Come on, let's be awake. Dad, clutch that pearl. Let's clutch it for a second. Now, listen. You walked on your buddy? nigga. You, you walked on. I'm about to tell you. You walked on your nigga having sex. Can you imagine, bitch? You wake up each and every day, five o'clock in the morning. Go to your car, start it up, and go to your motherfucking office to work a 12-hour shift. And get nigga, and you trust your nigga. Keep in mind, you trust him, you're trusting him. You don't, without a doubt, you're trusting him, you're in a relationship, you're happy on your end. He's happy because of what, what is being provided to the table. Let's not forget the table. Mm -hmm. He's happy that he's being provided to something that's being brought to the table. And you decide to just Babe, for an example, babe, I need $200 real quick so I can get these joints real quick. Okay, cool. I don't have no problem with that. You put money on my light bill. I ain't worried about it. I mean, you might have been 150 maybe 110 but you put something on the bill. It's fine. Quite all right. Get the Get the 200 You take my motherfucking hard-earned cash and I didn't work my ass full for these motherfucking annoying-ass patients, and you give it to the next nigga for the nigga coming. My inbox screenshot, screenshots it, come in my inbox and say, oh, bitch, I got your money. The, nigga, the money that you're giving your nigga, he giving to me. Oh, 
As if y'all got kids together, like y'all paying child support, bitch. Are you serious? And this is why the toxic in me would have did what I did back then. I put a knife in the freezer, and you wasn't gonna leave my house. So when I waited for you to go to sleep, and I rubbed it right across his forehead every time he went to sleep. It wasn't even no. It wasn't even be no toxic. I would have just killed him. It wouldn't have been no toxic. I would have, I would have, I, I would have, I would have gone blind with rage and, and gutted him like a fish. And baby, I know how to good, I know how to cut him from stem to stern. My mama and my grandparents, baby, no, uh uh-uh, uh, absolutely what? the hell not. Not my money, everything else. You can take the food out the house and feed me, you can take clothes out my closet, clothe the bitch. I don't give a damn, but you're not gonna take my money and get. And then, then the, then the, then the whole got the nerve to send me a screenshot. Well, I, I I how big me and Double Dose eyes got? Because we've never given a nigga two hundred dollars. I got a whole husband. I have never given my husband two hundred dollars. But listen, though, but I think it's best I guess fifty. This is the crazy part. This is what happens when you are in a toxic relationship or in a toxic environment and don't know it. Mm. This is what happens. And I wasn't even married to the nigga, but I definitely got him. Well, actually, I should say I got his mother back because I didn't get him. I got his mother. Mm. And this is toxic I am. So this is the type of toxic I am. I call her motherfucking ass at the market and I maced her ass. Mm. <laughs> So I don't I, since since she wanna since you taking two hundred dollars from me and giving it to the next nigga, I'm gonna make the person who brought you in this motherfucking world that should have taught you better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how I feel. That's how I felt, and that's what I did. It was a whole big commotion. We fought and all that good stuff. Yeah, that's right. the, that's literally kind of toxic. I am double um and double dose. I don't know if you remember Paul from back in the day, and I'm just saying Paul from back in the day. Paul cheated on me. Who did I sleep with? Paul's daddy. <laughs> oh now, bitch! I slept at Paul's game. Don't play with me. Mm-mm. I don't give a fuck. Wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> I did. Oh yes, I did. I made my ass. Baby, that's it. Go ahead and cue the music. Cue the music. That's the show right now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he said I made. Y'all should share. And it wasn't. And it wasn't just no regular pepper spray. I banned this time my fucking ass. You know the police ride me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, the one that's y'all know. I'm talking about the old one that shit that's sick. I might play behind bitch. I'm gonna sit there. I don't give a fuck. I don't listen. They had to catch me first. They had to catch me first. If they only knew what type of family I got, they had to catch me first, and I still ain't go to jail for it. So, but my thing is this. You hurt me, I'm going to try my best to hurt you. I'm an Aries. I'm very vengeful. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's how I feel. Like, you can't just sit there and be comfortable enough to take my hard-earned money that I could have put my $200 towards anything in my house, including my bills, and you give it to the next nigga, and you're supposed to be in a relationship with me, and I'm supposed to be trusting you, and you got these niggas disrespecting me by sending me screenshots like you out here looking like a fool. Bitch, your mother deserved to be maced. Not you. Your mother. Yep, she brought you in this world. <laughs> exactly. What's the thing? I want you in this world. I'm gonna take you out. Yeah, I'm gonna take your fucking mama out because she should have been. She should have raised you correctly to understand that you don't play on people's emotions. And not even to mention, this is how I thought. This is how my thinking process is. You allowed someone else to intervene in our relationship, screenshot messages, and send it to me. How dare you? 
the I had every... matter, you, the fact of the matter, you had that person had no res- they had no res- they they couldn't cheat respectively and stay in their own lane. That was my Whoa. other issue. That that and that's my other issue too. Like bitch, and, th- and for all you side niggas and bitches out there, stay in your fucking lane. If you getting what you getting out that fucking out that nigga or the bitch that you fucking with. Don't 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 think above yourself and go above, go above, yeah. uh, above your means and yeah. go into that nigga's inbox in a relationship and say I'm fucking it. What are you trying to prove here, bitch? If you're a side nigga and you're happy, if you're a side bitch and you're happy and you're getting what you're getting out of the person that you're siding with, you have no when to go in someone else's inbox and say I'm fucking your nigga. I'm fucking your is, bitch. You're already think, getting the benefits. I don't think that people look at it that way. Because when they look right. at it, when they go in the inbox, they think, oh, okay, they're going to leave them for me. But they don't understand that side piece, that side piece position is going to open up again. And then it's going to be another side piece for them. Because when somebody cheats, this is, when somebody cheats, they're going to do it over again. It's not just a one-time thing. And then especially, especially you try to, especially you talk to somebody else, man, somebody else, husband, somebody else, whatever. I mean, if if they did that to their, if they did that to somebody, there's somebody they're living with, somebody they're supposed to be with. What makes you think they're not gonna do the same exact thing to you? That part. But I, I mean, I people. That, that's just okay. always the rule. I've I've always adhered to when if even 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 in my past life, like mm-hmm. when you get a mistake, people. No, I don't want you. Now you good, but I don't want you. I mean, I like. Mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, sis, this is just me. I was, I might even want to sit there and play innocent. I was a side nigga at one point. I was a side nigga at one point. And how I carried it, I had no right to go, even if I felt like in my heart of hearts that, oh, this nigga gonna leave me. Um, no, no, he gonna leave his nigga for me and we gonna be happy. First of all, I understood my position. I'm smart enough to know my position. I am the side nigga. If he do happen to leave his nigga to come with me, it's a possibility that he's gonna do the same thing to me. So why would the fuck, why the fuck would I go in his nigga inbox? If, if I see that, okay, so what, what motivate that? I, and I can understand certain points of why people do what they do. They stand on trips, they in pictures, they happy and shit like that. Oh, bitch, I can fuck your whole relationship up because bitch, you don't even know what your nigga doing. I've been in situations like that before, but luckily I'm mature enough to hold my composure because at the end of the day, before I got into my relationship, again, I was a side nigga, but I was reaping the benefit from it. While you playing happy-go-lucky in your fucking relationship looking like Bozo the motherfucking clown out these streets, mm-hmm. I'm taking everything that you got. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worrying about any of it. I'm not worrying about none of it. Why? Because at the end of the day, I'm fucking you good and get nigga not doing it. I'm sucking you good and get nigga not doing it. He might, make much, much, he might make more money than me, but I'm giving you something that you desire as a man first and foremost. That's the only reason why you keep coming back. So why the fuck would I not reap the, the benefit? Why would I not? And mm-hmm. why would I fuck up my chances and going this, going your boyfriend inbox to say whatever X, Y, and Z because I feel a certain kind of way. You got me fucked up. I'm a drain you dry until I'm satisfied, mm-hmm. and that's what I did. You know the funny thing is, is that he probably told he probably told the he probably told your dude that he was going to do that, and your dude didn't believe it. No, I, I, no, no, okay. So let me explain to you how that happened. It was so fucking crazy, right? Okay, so <laughs> I had to go to court in Atlanta. <laughs> what is- I know lawyers if you have need one. <laughs> baby, I'll hey, I'll get my, my aunt work for the federal government. Hey, Aunt Jackie, baby. So um, <laughs> she worked for the federal government. So I was good. She told me go down to Atlanta, go to the courthouse. It was a situation that happened with me and my best friends. Um, it, you know, they live in Atlanta or whatever. Um, and on my way going there, I, you know, 
got pulled over, you know. I know my rights and stuff like that. So I had toe-to-toe conversations with an officer. Luckily, I didn't get arrested, but they gave me a hefty ticket. So this is how this shit happened. Um, when it was around the court time, I told him I didn't want to drive because I drove to Atlanta. Um, it's really not that far where I live at. It's probably like a 12, 13-hour drive. Many people say that's too much. Other people enjoy it. Me, personally, I enjoy it because I can blast my movies. I can smoke my weed, do whatever I want to do. I have a good time riding by myself. I've always been that way. <laughs> However... When we, when it was time for us to go to court, well, me to go to court, I dragged him along, and he just was like, "I got something to tell you," and I'm like, "Well, what is it?" He was like, "Listen, like, you know, I fucked up," and I'm like, "Okay, what did you do?" And he was basically telling me like how he met this guy, um, you know, he had one too many drinks, and all of this and all of that, but failed to realize that he told me a whole lot, like he had to work at night and all, you know, you know, the typical shit. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Okay. Okay. Cool. No, because whatever. Okay. Before I finish this, he just told me get off your live. That was my ex. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Your ex is on the live? I don't know what happened. Is anybody... Wait, first... Wait a minute. Hold on. You are in the same area. I'm in my mother's condo where you have to have a ID badge and you got to get past the police to get in her place. So I'm five. But... So, okay, so... So the speed is up. He told me what happened or whatever. He said he met this guy. He'd been dealing with this guy for quite some time, whatever, X, Y, and Z. And I didn't, I thought I was going to swing. I thought I was going to react. But I didn't because we've been through so much shit together in a relationship, which which is why I said prior in the conversation, the investment of what I had to go through in a relationship. That's what I didn't want to give up, honestly, because I've been through so much with this man. And I understood that he was human, but he also had other desires. And I felt like this. I was being a fool for him. If he was acting out on single behavior, I should have let him go, but I chose not to because why? I invested so much time into him. And so this was the last straw for me. When he confessed that shit, I didn't do anything because I had to focus on court. I didn't know if I was going to go to jail or not. So I wanted to deal with it after the fact. I'll be damned. By the time we got to Orlando, to the hotel, that's when the screenshots started coming in. Oh. That's when the screenshots started coming in. I booked a separate room from him. He stepped in one room. I stepped in a different room. It was really, 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 really bad. I promise you, if I can screenshot, I swear to God, I wish I had a share screen. Because oh, we just blowing. Wait, wait, no. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Check it. Check it. You the tech person. Get this, get this, this, get this shit. I said we got a share screen. <laughs> Hold on, because he is begging and pleading. Bitch, begging and pleading. You know why we're not going to listen. We're not doing this. <laughs> I'm going to send it and I'm going to put on my page because he deserves this. Like, after, after, the, after the fact of this, he still seems to want but when he had you, he couldn't show you that? Why no, he, why he couldn't. Why, why, why y'all were together and you were being loyal and you were doing everything you could to provide a decent set table? He felt intimidated by me. Um, mm-hmm. And I had to get it out of him to get to that point. And a lot of men, I don't give a fuck where you stand at, 
You can be a motherfucking bush queen up in drag clan in high heels. A lot of men will not confess what they're really feeling until you get them to a certain point, or especially when you truly love them. Yes. And I do believe that this boy really, really loved me. Not because of what I did for him. It was because I really showed more of my genuine side to him than anything. And throughout the whole duration of the relationship, I could have cheated, I could have stepped out, and I did none of that. He has done more hurt to me than than I've ever done to him. And because the guilt was eating him up. How to be loved? That's exactly what that was. Because his, when, okay. I don't even feel bad about missing his mother because she deserved that one too. That was another thing. She cussed my mother out and she called my mother a bitch. That was a long time coming, girl. You deserve to get me. Um, and she, because I started to get to know his family and which is an, another toxic trait, we don't get to know the people who we're fucking or dating or choosing to be around until it actually happens, until we're involved in a situation and it's too late. Because I didn't get to know his family until late, mm-hmm. I realized why and how he picked up certain things from his family. And I just, it just wasn't sitting right with me. Like the relationship between him and his father, he don't know his father. Um, his mother um, is a gambling addict. Um, and, and again, personally, I don't give a fuck if I'm putting this business out there because he, he put me in positions to do that. Um, he has grown up in a, in, a, in a family-like situation that was very toxic himself. So, like I said in the beginning, the first year he was trying to keep up with me to try to impress me to have me. The second year was just okay. The third year was a little questionable. The fourth year was like, bitch, we are in a rumble. You cheating on me? I'm going to beat the dog shit out you. And then, like, our fifth year, it was just, I understand him. We keep going back and forth. I don't know how time got past us, but for some odd reason, it's something about him that I really like and I really love. And so he just kept, he just didn't know how to stop fucking up. And that's the part in his family um, where he got attached to as, as far as his fuck-ups. He don't know when, he don't know when to stop fucking up. He don't know when his lessons are being learned. Because he so, didn't, he was never taught that skill. Say it again. Does, he doesn't know when too far is too far. He doesn't know when he's he doesn't know when, when he's when he's pushing your love so far away that you no longer want to be there. He doesn't mm-hmm. know, and by and it had to take me to no longer sleep next to him, to no longer talk to him and text him and communicate and block him. Well, kind of block him because I don't know how the fuck he's texting me now and saying it's live. But it, it had to take <laughs> it had to take. So much of, of me to be apart from him, so for him to realize, like, damn, I did fuck up. Like, right, right now, he's texting me, like, yo, I really fucked up. Can you please stop? Like, it took so much of, of, of us to be separated for him to realize that, okay, yeah, I really did fuck up. I really did hurt him. And I might be coming from a place of hurt, and it's okay, because I'm human, and this is how I would want to express my feelings. And quite frankly, I don't give a fuck if I am at my, um, my, my past relationships out there because a lot of people need to hear it. It's too many of us hiding behind closed doors of toxic shit and toxic traits and nobody is talking about it. And worst of all, we're turning into something that we do not recognize. Mm-hmm. And we're realizing that we're losing ourselves within our toxic traits that when we do happen to give somebody another chance, we too busy trying to focus on what the fuck they're doing to us and diminishing our personality, not knowing that that last person imprinted on our person and we don't know how to exercise that shit off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm speaking out of confidence. Quite frankly, I, I, I'm just doing that because I don't want to get into it. And I, again, I look good. Chuck, you look good. Sis, you over there looking like the queen yourself. We don't know 
who we're going to run into in the future. And the last thing that I want to do is put an impression on someone who really might genuinely like me. I don't want to put that impression on where I'm carrying that toxic trait on my back and my shoulders and my sleeves. They see it or whether they don't. I just don't want that type of imprint to be there. I want that person to get to know me for me and not me and my past. It's okay to know my past relationships. It's okay about that. But it's, I want them to get to know my healing. For me, for me, I don't think that for me, I don't think that it's all of that. I think it's main I think it's mainly you. I mean, okay, like with my first marriage. I got uh, my first marriage. I was mean and hateful and I said horrible mm. things to him. And I um my words, <laughs> my words will cut you worse than me hitting you. But um mm. But it, but it's just um like my first marriage. I was like that to, towards him because the person I was with before that, mm-hmm. they lied. They they lied. They cheated. They did every. They they. I drove my car into their apartment. Um. They um. They they had me setting yards on fire. They had me oh, um, trying to run them over at the mall. Um. <laughs> they had me. Um. They had me. I slapped their mama and stuff like that. And then at my, when I got into my when I got into my first marriage, it was like it did not work because I always looked for the wrong thing that that person was doing. I always looked for, oh, they probably doing this, they probably doing this, they probably doing this, probably doing this. I didn't really see love. Only thing I saw was, okay, you trying to use me at some point. Mm. So I treated I treated him like hell until I got into therapy and then I was like, okay, mm. and my therapist helped me break it down, okay? Yeah, you gotta let that go. In order, in order for you to, in order for you to get into something that's actually gonna be meaningful. Me and my husband, mm. me and my current husband, we talked for fourteen months before we have met in person. We talked every okay. single day before we even met in person, before we even video chatted anything. And it was honestly what I needed because I was. It, it taught me how to love myself. It taught me how to love somebody else. It taught me how to bring somebody else into my life that I can see they're contributing to my life and not taking away from my life. So I get what you I get I, I do get what you're coming from. That's why I was going with it. Well, I mean, I appreciate it because to be honest, it took a lot, it took a lot of time for me to get to this point. It took a lot of healing for me to get to this point. And when I say that it, it what what did it for me was when I lashed out at my mother and I never do that. And it kind of broke my heart because it was like it broke me. It did broke me because I, I chose to not knowing, unconsciously not knowing the decisions that I was choosing was the wrong decisions. And what took what, what took it to the edge was her and her validating my past, well, validating my current relationship with my ex at that time. And that's what took it over the edge. Not knowing that I was so troubled by it and I was so toxic and that shit, like, it just took my whole personality as a spin. And then the, the worst thing a mother, a woman can say to their son is, I don't even recognize you right now. Mm-hmm. That is the worst shit a woman can say to their son. That mm-hmm. is the worst shit. Like, that just made me not want to just be around anybody because I knew something was just fucked up within me. Along the lines, I started acting up. And you pay attention to my posts, Chucky. Like, you, can, you, you can't deny it. I'm a toxic motherfucker. I say what I want to say out my mouth. I don't give a shit. I just don't be can. I don't be can. We've been toxic. We're just completely blunt because of things we've been through. But but if you kind of think about it, if you read between the lines of that post, I am a toxic bitch. I don't know what you. <laughs> I don't know what you reading. 
But um, <laughs> I am toxic. I mean, shit. It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Fuck it. So I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm just, but I'm just saying all that because, like, honestly, truth be told, and 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 when it all boils down to the to the better of things, we're all toxic in our own little way. It depends on how much we show it. Honestly, it depends on how much we show it. And, and I said before, it's nothing wrong with being toxic. I think it makes us who we are, and it gives us some sort of. And I might say it might sound fucking bad shit crazy, but sometimes it gives us the strength that we need. Because yeah. even when a person who just want to use you and and, and just want to be so derogative towards you, your toxic trait can really save your fucking life. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask this question, and both of you all, I give your honest answer because I. I've never done anything to anybody where it's like, oh, that I feel, feel like that would be considered toxic. Because my first thing to do is leave. That is my my number one instinct. You know, like your fight or flight senses is leave. I'm not. I, I don't want to deal. I don't want to deal with this. The thing I did. The, the, the thing I learned. I'm sorry for interrupting. But the thing I learned was that's a toxic trait as well. It's just walking away. It's just, it's just not really the walking away. It's shutting down. It's shutting, it's shutting, it's shutting down and keeping, it's shutting, it's shutting down. You may look at it as shutting down to protect yourself, but it's literally shutting your down. It's, it's literally shutting, it's literally shutting yourself down. So that it's literally shutting yourself down around everybody, everybody around you. It's yeah, not just, and that's, just with you. It's, it's, not, it's definitely not. And I used to be, honestly, I used to be one of those ones before I learned myself, I would, not deal with it and walk away, but walking away and not dealing with the problem is absolutely bad because it's always a lesson mm-hmm. with what you need to learn when you stay. When you stay for the full conversation, when you stay and work the shit out and you've done all that you can do to do whatever you need to do, it's always a lesson within your staying. At mm-hmm. least that you can get clarity from it. If you can get clarity from your situation, whether it's negative or positive, you won. You won. Walking away from it does not help at all because it always leaves you with the damn, I shoulda, I coulda, I woulda. And, and then, then it eats you away. Day, at the end of the day, it may be something that that person may need to hear and it may not click for them right that moment. It may click for them, it may click for them months later, but it may be something they need to hear in order so they can fix the, whatever whatever toxic trait or whatever red flag they may have. It may help mm-hmm. them out in their later on relationship. You shutting down you shutting down and just you shutting down and just not saying anything or just backing away from the situation is just making you just putting pushing that problem off to somebody else. Yep. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I just, I quit, like but, man, it ain't my problem no more. Like, but I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad you said that. Give me one second. I look at it as like I gotta protect me first. Like, mm. you know. Back early part of this year, like my first thing, I gotta protect me first. Like I can't, I can't have you doing things. <laughs> I can't have you doing things to me. And I know, I know, I have not done anything wrong in a sense. So I need to, I need to separate myself from you. Like and and again, and you're probably right. Maybe I should, you know, be more vocal and tell hurt people going forward. You know what you did. You know, really hurt, or I, I don't know what to say because I mean, you know, I have to ask you what to say. Like, what the fuck do I'm supposed to say? Because my thing is to cut communication, block. He, 
uh, uh, Jace, I had him dying one day. He was like, damn, you ain't even give him a chance to say I'm sorry, to do nothing, blocked. They was in the middle of texting. But you know, where they were texting, and it's blocked. But well, um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I ain't in the car. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, it's fine. I you, I interrupt. Um, <laughs> um, but what I what I was saying was, I'm glad. I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you had said. I'm glad that you had. Um, that you had said that. Let that be somebody else's problem. But the thing is, is that this reason why we have a lot of motherfuckers out here. Because mm -hmm. other people, a lot of motherfuckers out here that's doing crazy ass shit. Because people are like, oh, let that be somebody else's problem. I let, I let, mm -hmm. oh, 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 I'm just, oh, I'm just gonna leave it alone. Oh, you have their mama, you have their mama, like, oh, baby, it's okay. You, you ain't do nothing wrong, even though you know they've been cheating. They've been bringing Tom, Dick, Harry, everybody else over here to Sunday dinners and bringing me over here during the week. Like, I yeah. mean, that's just, I mean, that, I mean, that's, it's just, it's, at the end of the day, somebody has to say something. So my question is because I posed this question. This was a while, like months ago, to to a certain person, and because their their thing was, was like, I wish you were more vocal with me about whatever, and and I said, I the reason why because you know, my thing is I I don't say nothing because I I don't see a point. There's no point in me, and I have a, I do have this problem. I admit it. It's a problem that I'm working with in therapy. I do have an issue where. I don't always tell the person who I'm seeing or probably, you know, investing my time in my emotion because I always look at it like it's no point in telling you when I'm trying, when I'm showing you because I'm a person that believes in showing you how I feel about you versus telling you because telling you I could be lying. Anybody could be lying. And that's my said they wanted to join and how they joined the call and everything else like that. Just um, chat me. I mean, just um, inbox me your email. And yo, so I know. Oh yeah, we can send you a link. Whoever you are, I don't know who you are. But um, y'all better, y'all better be careful. I better be my goddamn ex. <laughs> <laughs> <That's the first. laughs> well, we'll, 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 we got control over here. We'll drop them off real quick. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, leave them all. Don't block them because he. Had, I mean, one thing I would say about this, which is another reason why it's important to stay, because everyone has their own truth. And sometimes the sorry may not even be for them. It can be for you. They can be sorry that they lost you. They can be sorry that they saw a greatness in you. They can saw the potential. They can be sorry that they saw the potential to potential in you, and they never saw that like flourish the way that it needed to, because the relationship mm -hmm. ended so quickly based off of the mistakes and the choices that we make as human beings each and every day in a relationship that don't need to happen. So. I say all of that again, and I'm just going to stick to it based off the fact that it is important for you to stay into that. And I know, again, I know that sounds crazy and that sounds toxic as fuck. But if you do not stay in it, you will never get clarity from it. Now, if he beating your ass and he holding you by gunpoint, yeah, knives and all that other crazy shit. Now, if he doing all that, then then, then it ain't worth it. it walk, walk the fuck away, purchase a gun, shoot that bitch between his eyes while he sleep. I don't give a fuck what you got to do. Like, get the fuck away from that situation. But if it's something yeah. that it, it, it burns down to a conversation and it gets to a point where it's just no but resolution even, from it. Even for me, when, some, when people say, because I want to I wanna sit on that statement, gaining clarity for a second. For me, I feel like even when people say, you know, you know, to get clarity or whatever, I feel like even then, you could be possibly lying to me now. Because now, whatever you've done, 
Because my for me, like once you once you have shown me your true color, once you have done what you've done to me, I don't believe nothing you say. I don't give a damn if you saying if you if you're not standing in front of me on fire, I'll never believe you. If you say help, dose, I'm on fire. I need you to piss on me and put me out. Absolutely the fuck not. I won't piss on you to put you out because I don't believe you now. But you know what, Jennifer, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. That is absolutely your decision to make at the end of the day. I say get all the receipts that you possibly can because if it's me personally, I'm all about receipts. Like, bitch, I, I want to record it. I want to I wanna listen to what you got to say. I want to listen to the bullshit that comes out of your mouth. I want to see how much you've grown and what you learned outside and during and in the relationship. I'm not, I'm just, this is me. I'm just not the type of person that just wants to simply walk away. I clearly, what my ex, I said what I, and I was screenshot out of this interview, y'all. He said what he said. I said what I said. He misses me and all that good shit. And I told him, you're a piece of shit. I don't believe you. The same shit you told me, you told these other niggas that you was putting your dick into. That's my clarity. A lot of the times people don't realize the mistakes that they've made unconsciously unless you tell them. And it's sad because we're all adults. So you would think as adults, we shall all know what we're doing, right? No. Sometimes we stop at a certain age point in our life. You could be 32 years old. You could be an eight-year-old in a 32-year-old body. You don't know that person until you actually see what they're doing and their behaviors. Walking yeah. away from it doesn't even help the situation. If anything, it makes it worse in my eyes. Prime example, I, if I was to walk away from my ex right now without no clarity, I wouldn't even know what type of person that he is today, and I will continue to keep falling for the same nigga each and every time. Yep. Not knowing who the fuck I'm dealing with, it's a lesson in every season, and every season change in my line. Mm-hmm. And within that season that it changed, what do we do when we, when it, for prime example? It's getting cold now. The winter's coming up. What the fuck you gonna do? Get a coat, a jacket, bundle up. That's your lesson right there. You know what it, what it takes to be warm. When it get hot, you shrimp. It's time to get naked, bitch. It's single season, bitch. We go, you know what I mean? Like, you, <laughs> you, it, it, it's, it's the lessons that you have to learn in order for you to prosper and move forward. If, if you don't learn the lessons, then you always find yourself in a repeated cycle. Yes. And that's what I had to learn. I really had to learn that. So I would rather me stay with this toxic motherfucker. I would rather me stay with this narcissistic bastard so I can be able to look at what the fuck I'm dealing with. So when the next nigga come along, I know the signs. Peace. I'm out. I ain't got to deal with you because I already see the signs. Prematurely, I already see it. I choose not to deal with it because I've been through that shit before. But when you're a lot of- a narcissist and somebody that's extremely, extremely toxic and they do not see what they're doing wrong, it's up to you to realize when to walk away. And that's, yeah. I mean, that, that I mean, I am, that's what something I'm going to say for other people that may be listening or whatever. It, it's, up to, it's up to you. No matter what anybody else tells you or what anybody else throws in your face or whatever, it's up to you to realize it's time to walk away. Because at, yeah. at the end of the day, it is a level of abuse. If you're going to let it, if you're going to let it continue to happen, if you, if you're going to let it, if you're going to let somebody continue to use you and abuse you and verbally and disrespect <laughs> you by cheating and everything else like that, I mean, I mean, at, at some at some point, you got to know when to call it quits. I don't know why we're exactly. going on the circle. Even even when it comes to that statement, when you let somebody, I I really think that when when you say you're letting somebody, I don't think it's really letting them. I think it's because that's what you're familiar with, even from the mm-hmm. time you were a child on to your adulthood. I think that's something that you're just familiar with, and it is comfortable. And mm-hmm. a comfortable in the sense of because 
I'm used to this. I know what this feels like. I don't know what that feels like over there. I don't know what peace and tranquility, love, acceptance, and all the other fun shit. I don't know what that is. So I don't want to go over there because it, it's not, it's not, this is safe. Even though it's abusive, even though mm-hmm. it's wrong. It's so I don't, because I, I try to think about it, especially, you know, over the years of volunteering with like um, abuse victims and stuff, it's like, it's not really a, you know, a let. It's kind of like, this is a pat. This is clearly a pattern. Mm-hmm. A bad pattern, unfortunately, but it's a pattern. So. This is why I said. Like you said, in order to break yourself out of that pattern, you have to know who you're dealing with. So when, it, yeah. when somebody comes back at you again, you know when to walk away from it at the very beginning. Exactly, which is why I was saying it took me it took me, y'all, it took me literally two and a half years to really know the person I was dealing with and the family of the background of the person I was dealing with. It took me two and a half years. And I've only been dating this motherfucker for three months prior to the relationship that we got into. That was fast, in my eyes. And because I saw things that took place, and God knows my family ain't per- perfect. Hell, I'm pretty sure my aunt right now I'm getting high somewhere. But I... <laughs> I saw some things that I just was like, yo, I see why you act the way that you act. And then the sympathy part of me came along and it was like, I want to help you because you're my man. I want better for you. You know how I'm rocking with me and my family. You know my accomplishments. You know my goals. And I want to be able to, like, that's, that's the sympathy part of me. And then I can relate those. I can relate to what you're saying. When I was giving that to him, he was so comfortable being negative. He was so comfortable being in an environment where he, he had to be this hard hood. No, I ain't fucking with that shit. No, I'm done. I, no, I ain't. What you mean? Like, no, like he did not want to get help. He was just so used to being that way that I didn't have any other choice but to really, really, really realize that this nigga is not good for me. I had to walk away. Throughout it all, the, the investment, all of the cheating, all of the time spent, all of the apologies, the sorries, the makeup. Uh, wait, hold up, the makeup sex. Wait a minute. I don't know hey, what. That'll hold you long. It 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 be something between the I'm sorry and I know what you did in my head, but Jesus God, what was this new dick? I'm gonna tell y'all like that. Ain't nothing, bitch. Ain't nothing like unemployed dick when they put you in a fort. Nelson, bitch. I'm gonna tell you. Nelson, no. I need to be a pretzel. What's that? Auntie Annie's? The pretzel shop? Who is the beautiful thing? It's beautiful when they bring out that. They bring out that net, that real. Girl, it's something about it. That, bitch, that unemployment dick, that dick be heavy, bitch. I'll tell you one thing. Ain't nothing like it. It's like they got a point to prove. Like, bitch, they try to knock your motherfucking head through the washer and dry that at the same time. I'll ask you for $5 later. I got you. I got. I cash after you five dollars, baby. I got. I gave you. Matter of fact, I gave you ten just so you get some. So you get some. Uh, maybe. I'm like, maybe you ain't even got. Maybe you ain't even got. But I got my mama Home Depot credit card being trying to turn us into some type of investment. Don't worry about it, baby. I got us, baby. I got us. I good. We good. Stay your money. But seriously though, it's just. It's just, again, like, being toxic can be fun. 
Being toxic can be a fucking thrill. It can be a thrill on a bitch. It's like walking in Candyland at the motherfucking Six Flags 2.0 on a Halloween day, bitch, with all your friends that go high fucking getting head and hell of Bitch, it, that's how toxic can be to certain people. Like, bitch, it's so fucking fun. Like, bitch, but then it's other times where it will drain the shit out of you. Especially when you have fucking kids, bitch. Oh, bitch, I didn't see my girlfriends go through it. Bitch, they had three kids, two toxic boyfriends, a side nigga. Bitch, how do you do it? How do you have time to do this? <laughs> I've been trying to figure this out. Like, bitch, what the hell are you hey, doing? Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, 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 I didn't want to cut in, uh, Jay. So I, you were talking and speaking already, oh. talking about your girlfriend. So I'm going to interrupt your okay, conversation. Well, it's okay. It's okay. Trust me. She, it, it just, that's just what she is. A Kiki girlfriend. That's one of my good, good girlfriends. She got three kids, two niggas aside. Now she got it all. I don't understand how she be able to balance the motherfucking beam at times. But I just be looking at her like, bitch, I'm having troubles with one nigga and you got three in your corner. I don't be understanding. It. It's just something about you women I have one nigga that... <laughs> but I, baby, but I tell you, you can have a nigga. <laughs> I'm just saying, for real. You, that's that's one th- one thing I would say that a gay nigga cannot do that you women can do is balance niggas out like y'all on a motherfucking balance of beam. I don't know what it is, it's baby. Not oh, it's, really not hard. it's not. It's not hard at all. It's not. It's not. Yeah, but, but it's but for me, it's hard because it's like okay. Again, I'm not trying to go back to my looks. But when niggas look at me, especially when I get up in my little outfits and stuff like that, it's like you don't know who to trust. It'd be like, like right now, since I've been on this live, I got to get off this live soon because I think somebody really is hunting my page down. They, they've they been blowing my, like, it's so hard for me to trust people. So it's kind of like, I don't know who to talk to and who not to talk to when it comes to certain things. Because there's so much toxicity going on. Exactly. So it's like, it puts me in a predicament where I'm like, I don't know who is who. And then they try to win me over. It's just too much. Like, but I, all I can say is the nature of a man will never change. If they want you, they will do any and everything to get you. That's one thing I would say. And that's that's one hundred percent correct, Jace. I, I back that as a as a single uh, heterosexual female. Yes, it's the same. Men all around are are the same, and they're gonna they're gonna woo you if they want you. They're gonna show you that they want you. They're gonna they're gonna say things. And, and a lot of men don't say things. So I'll take that back. A lot of men won't say it, but they will put in the effort. If they do want you, they will put in the effort to show that they want you, whether that be by calling or texting or whether it be by coming over two, three times out the week. You know what I'm saying? A man that wants you in whatever way that he wants you, he's going to show you. If it's just a sexual, he's going to just call you late at night, right? Because he only wants one thing from you. He only wants you when your kids are put to bed. So whatever, whatever is in a man's nature, it's gonna, it's gonna come out. It's up to that woman or that person to, on the on the outside to say, "Hey, I want more than this," or this person is not giving me what I what I require, what I desire. And that's how me, how I am. That's why I was saying a lot of things that Double Dose are saying. I can really back that. I can really back that as far as like not wanting to go there and like not wanting to put in no effort and stuff like that because it's like it's not worth it. It's a lot of times, uh, nine times out of ten, it's not worth it. It's not worth the 
the hassle of going back and forth with someone it's not worth the arguments and stuff especially if it's not gonna if it's not gonna result in anything double double dose is different from my situation because i have kids so i have to deal with toxic people on a on a regular basis but she's in a position where she don't have to deal with nobody i ain't got to deal with you and if i could if i could change and switch places with her just so i don't have to deal with that toxicity that I have to deal with on my end, then I would, <laughs> I would switch places because it's not fun. It's not fun. And um, yeah, people, men are going to be men. And yeah, you got some women out there that are going to continue to be toxic individuals as well. Jace, like, like your friend you're talking about, that's out there juggling men. That's you. Yeah, I don't know her personally and just from my opinion, but that's just, you're doing too much. It's just too much. She is. It's too much going on. And I told her that, and that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my bad, don't it's, say my bad. It's a, lot, it's a lot easier than what you think it is. My my number one rule is if I'm going to have a plethora of people, um, I'm trust nobody. Trust mm. nobody. And um, like how you know how some men they have their their roster where they send mm-hmm. text everybody. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that. Then you right. Get, you get confused. You'll mix people up. Oh, I thought I said good morning to her. And da, 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 da. no, 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 no. Everybody get no. Take me out of rotation. Don't put me on the list. I'm not one of the ones. I, I pay my own rent. I, 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 if I need my nails done, I could get my own nails done. If I want something to eat, I could go get my own stuff. I don't depend on no man to do it for me. And like when y'all were talking about the females that depend on a man for this and expect a man to do this, I don't expect a man to do anything but be human. Okay. Because that's what he was born into this world to do is be human. So other than that, I'm expect him to do the human things and do what the fuck he want to do. Because that's what we do, right? That's what all humans do. For, for yeah. me, for, for me, I'm complete. I'm 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 completely different in all of this. Because <laughs> this ain't, ain't none of this right here. Me until yeah, I got you a, talk until to I got it. a ring on, until I got a ring on my finger until I got a ring on my finger. I can talk to whoever I want to talk to. And yeah. the other thing is, is that um everybody gonna be fake, everybody gonna be bad. Everybody yeah. gonna be bad because I ain't gonna forget nobody's name. Other thing, <laughs> other other thing, other thing is, is that um when 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 I want to see you, I see you. I'm gonna let I you know. I better see you, right? Do not pop up in my house. I, I have boundaries and I have rules when it comes when it comes to things. And then mm-hmm. also, also when y'all say y'all don't want people to pay for things for you or whatever. You, if you're going to be in my life, you're going to do the same things for me that I do for me. And that's, not, yeah, I'm and that's not, understandable. But I don't expect it. I don't expect it. So when you decide that you want to walk away and leave, and, and I put it like this. A lot of people are in relationships right now to this day because it's a relationship of convenience. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We're in a time where um, rent is triple the amount. You know what I'm saying? People getting paid less money, everything going up. So everybody yeah. really being with everybody for the for the fact that they have to. And Which that's the why. difference between me and double dose. That's why I'm not putting up with your bullshit. That's why I'm not listening to the lies that you're trying to feed me. That's not I'm I'm not trying to work shit out because I don't have to. 
I don't have to. I don't have to tell you how I want to be treated because you want to be treated the same way, right? So I don't have to show you how to love me because you want to be loved the same, right? Right? I don't show. I don't have to show you how to respect me because you want to be respected the same exact way, right? So therefore, I'm not teaching nobody how to do shit. If you can't come in and get that shit right the first time, then you could go the fuck on about your life because I ain't got time for it. But I got I got line. children that's over here I'm raising. I ain't got time for it. That that goes along the lines with what I was just saying. You got to provide the same things I provide for myself. Exactly. So exactly. like I mean so when you're not here I'm nothing you nothing no monkey ain't gonna Nothing's me. changing. Exactly. So I'm gonna still I'm gonna continue can see I'm gonna still continue to get my nails done. I'm gonna still continue to get these these my my locks twisted. I'm gonna still still continue to go shop and do things I want to do. Right. But the thing is, the things, the things, the things that you're doing, the things that you're doing for me, I would do, I would, I have no problem doing the same exact thing for you. For myself. If, if I mm. see you're not trying to do anything at all, you're just trying to go over here to get a little ass, get a little dick. No. At the end of the day, right. I can suck my own dick. I don't need you for that. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was just, did I was I there? Did I witness it? I, I can do those things myself. I don't need you for that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I and you know, I'm a little, you know, I'm a little different. I'm a person, you know. I believe in, you know, you know, sexual freedom. So I feel like, yeah, you know, you can drop it off and leave me alone. Like you ain't gotta stay. Bye. Like, but at the end of the day, you're a whole nigga in the streets, so. That's your shit. I'm you, very, I'm very sweet. You are a whole nigga in the street. You treat the, you treat, you treat men, you treat men the same way men treat women. And that's just who you are. Jay, she stood up. I, I hear the dinging. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, to be honest, like, even even with doing that to a degree, yeah, because at the end of the day, you're if I which I appreciate and I, I feel like I've learned this from you know, God rest my mama's soul, both my mamas, but God rest my mama's soul. That's the one who gave me that foundation. That's the one. That whatever. Because if they don't get you, I mean, um, how she said it, they're gonna get you if you don't get them. If nothing else in that world, that let that is what that woman let me know up front. So yeah, just because I already see, I can force some things. I can just force see damn it coming. Like yeah, I already see you gonna try to run shit around me. So let me go ahead and go ahead and get my shit together and run this shit around you first. So that way, when I get a chance, when I walk away, I feel I'm good. At, I'm good. I'm okay. So as the as the probably the oldest person on this on this video right now do y'all feel like do y'all feel like when you're responding to um a way that you're being treated in that manner do you feel like you're being toxic at that moment um not not necessarily all not necessarily all 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 the time because the thing is is that um you for me for me like i just said i give you what you give me Right. So if you if you're giving me a level of if you giving me a level of we finna go to jail tonight, we gonna go to jail. We going to jail tonight. Excuse me. Wait, wait, wait. Anybody else? 
how to respond. The, the, the lovely lady that is talking. I want y'all to understand, just as a disclaimer, when with the response that you have, the response to that question, she will give it to you times ten. So just let that let that be no. Oh, wait, 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 wait what's I the can... question? Because I can't see the comments. Okay, no, 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 it's I'm... not a comment. It's not a comment. It was it was me giving a disclaimer to your to your your, your question. Oh, okay. I already know who I'm talking to, so you ain't got to give me no disclaimers. I don't know, Jay. Hey, well, Jay. I, I, hey baby, I, listen, I lost service for a little minute because I had to get out the house for a second because somebody wanted no, to meet me at the bar. like you in the car. Okay. <laughs> I, am, I am, I'm at the call because um this live must got a little bit juicy. They talk about, oh my God, you on live? You here? It's, it's a lot of stuff that's going on. But listen, I missed the question and everything. I just wanted to chime back in. So what was the question? <laughs> repeat your question. Okay. You want to repeat your question? What was my question? Yes. Your, your, I mean, your K's question was, that when you respond to somebody's toxic behavior, you have to be toxic when you respond. Okay, yeah. Uh, how it's all it's all about how they for me, it's all about how they gave it to me. I'm gonna give okay. them what they gave me. So um me pers me personally, I don't see anything of that question being toxic because like I said before, I balance it out. So if if I, and I'm right there with you and you like if if you're it depends on how you're coming at me. Like I'm going to respond the same way that you give that shit back to me. That's just how it is. It's, I'm just going to put it directly how it's supposed to be. I'm giving it to you clean, cut, and dry. I'm not going to dance around or be around the bush. I'm going to give you the same energy that you give me, period. Like, it's it's not nothing in between. I don't believe, me personally, and that goes that goes without saying with the clarity part. Like, I'll be wanting to, I don't know about y'all, but I'll be wanting to know the reason why some, some of these niggas out here behave the way that they do. So I just be intrigued on trying to figure out, like, why did you do why? that to me? Right. Like, why did you do that to me? Like, that question. Like, I would, like, that's like something I would ask my six-year-old. Like, why would you do that? You keep like, why would doing you do that? that? I keep telling you, we keep going over this every single day, and you just keep on doing it. Why? I can only tell you is that the reason why I'm just so adamant when I say, when even asking, well, why did you do that? I've literally had, I've asked, I've asked that question now. I've had the person, and I know, I know why they did what they did, but they don't know that I know the whole truth. But they stood there in my face and lied. And I'm just mm. like, oh, you just hell bent for lying to me. Oh, okay. Or, or the, worst one, the worst one is talking to me like I'm stupid. And like, you can pull them over on me. Like, mm. That's why I started that conversation off with, um, yeah, tell me what, what what tell me what you want me to feel comfortable with, and then tell me the truth. Yeah, I'm always feel like you're telling me a lot, or I feel like you're trying to. And one thing I absolutely hate, but I I cannot stand is when somebody talks to me like I'm stupid and treat me like I'm stupid. Yeah, I may, I may sound dumb. I may sound like I fell off a turnip truck, but I'm far from it. Way far from it, and and I can smell it. 
Because the more I talk, the more angry I'm going to get. So angry I'm going to get, the more I'm black out. Well, y'all already know how my ankle go. I, I love you. <laughs> that was back in my old days. I'm not like that anymore. But honestly, y'all, like, honestly, like, it was a situation. <laughs> I'm not talking to you two on top because y'all already know. <laughs> but it was a situation, y'all, that happened a, a few years ago. And after this situation, it just completely turned my life around on, like, how I react to everything. How I react to people, how I react to situations, how I react to... Um, just all types of negative things and because of that situation like like the people that are toxic to me they don't get no reaction out of me no more they don't get none of my energy I, I like double D said double dose said I, I keep calling you double D girl <laughs> like she said I just I just rather be, you know what I'm saying? After the one time, you that's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm cutting you off. I'm not ain't, ain't no second times to show me that you're not for me. Ain't no second time, especially when we're developing. Like I'm in a part, I'm in a part of my life right now where I'm just dating. I'm just, I'm just dating. I, I don't have no relationship with nobody. So why why do I have to put up with toxicity? I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't need, like I said earlier, I don't need nobody to buy me no meals. I don't need nobody to get my hair done. I don't need nobody to pay no bill. It would be nice. Yes. I'm not going to deny it. If it came, no, definitely not. Definitely not going to turn down an, a real man that, that can do those things for me and provide for me also. But at the same time, I'm not expecting it. And that's why I don't put up with this bullshit, that bullshit that bullshit because once you show me that you ain't for me and, and I see that now you could do all the bullshit you want outside of my doors and now if I don't find out about it then that's 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 you you good but if I find out about it or you just blatantly being disrespectful or if I text you and you don't respond days past I call you you don't respond you ain't been doing nothing like ain't shit happened now you disrespectful and now you ain't for me so that's toxic behavior you know what I'm saying? Because you starting your toxic behavior and we ain't even went nowhere, nowhere just yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, why, why would I even go any further? Why would I, why would I take it even any further with you when you done showed me just this little bit of toxic behavior? I don't know how far your toxic behavior could go. So yeah, when I'm done, I'm off. I'm cutting you they, off. They, they pretty much showed you where you stand. And the thing is, is that if, um, if I mean, if anybody, if anybody does that, if anybody does that to you, if anybody does that to you, like, of course, yes, that is definitely a red flag. You, you message somebody and they message you back four days later. You're not a priority. You're not somebody they're interested in. You're just somebody. You're just somebody. They just they just chopping it up when they want to. And if you want to mm -hmm. be that, if you want to be that when you when you want to um somebody in somebody's life, you can do that. But for me, that I mean, that's just no. Right, toxicity. So it's all different types of toxic levels. You know, I hear what y'all saying. Where y'all be like, y'all match day energy. <clears throat> I'm not gonna match your energy. I'm not gonna match it. I'm not gonna fight with you. I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm not gonna black out and all this other shit like that. I'm not gonna do all that stuff. 
I'm going to get you the fuck out my space, though. I'm going to get you the fuck up out my area because you don't need to be here and you ain't benefiting me or my children. So therefore, it's nothing. It's nothing I need you for. See, this petty over here run deep. And I know that I know that I do. And this petty, this, this, pet, this petty over here, I'm going I'm I, like at the end of the day, you is not going to have the last word. <laughs> I'm, I'm not in no position to, to go back and forth with nobody. I ain't in it. I ain't in it. I'm you good. You got it. Because getting upset makes me you know I get sick too quick, get sick too long. Mm-mm. I ain't in the pain for it. It's we're good. It's all good. So at what at what at what point, K, do you what at what at what point, K, when you're talking to somebody, like say like y'all talk, y'all been talking for a while, did you say, okay. The things that you've been doing, this right here is too much. I, okay, this right here, is, I can't do this. Or what point? What point did you say, okay, I gotta cut this? Off? I can, I can use, I can use some good examples. The kid's daddy. <laughs> Excuse me. We, we practice Mary's sitting over here with me right now, um, but yeah, I can use his. I can use that example real good. I, I met their daddy in 08. Every everybody in our family know how close we was before the kids came along. You know what I'm saying? Like he used to come up to the house, stuff like that. And we used to hang out all the time. We used to have fun. We used to have fun. It was always fun. It was a friendship and it was fun. You know what I'm saying? But then the kids came along and then things needed to get serious. You know what I'm saying? Uh, It was we can't just keep having fun like we haven't because now we got other souls to take care of and and to make sure that they they good and stuff like that bless you mama so it's just like now i'm to the point where it's just like you start arguing you start all that bickering okay bye even even them, you help me bring two two people into this world i'm not going to argue with you i'm not going to fight with you you hang up in my face. I might call you back. You don't answer. Guess what? I'm gonna leave your voicemail. I'm gonna leave you a text message to say what I need to say. Cause I'm I'm like you, Jay. I'm a, I'm Chucky. I'm like you a lot. I gotta have the last word, but my word stands. And what I be saying, it, it be the truth. And that's why you hung up on me, or that's why you won't let me finish what I want to say or what I need to say because you the truth hurts and it's stinging or you ain't got no response for what you did or you know what i'm saying like whatever the case may be so i'm gonna say what i need to say and i'm gonna let that be it and i'm gonna let that shit eat you up for months because i'm not gonna dial your number i'm not gonna block you either i'm not gonna block you so you know when you reach out to me about your kids that you still can get through to me you still can you we ain't move you you know what i'm saying like it's still things that you can do to show initiative, but just know that I'm not going. I'm not gonna put forth any effort. I'm not gonna put forth any energy. You're not getting my bad energy, but you're not gonna get my good energy either because you don't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, I pick and choose where what I want to deal with and who I want to deal with. If I'm dealing with a person, um, like in a you know relationship wise, if I'm just dealing with the a guy or something like that, then I'm just like, it gets to the point where after like that, that first interaction and you, you know what I'm saying? I I would tell you, it was just a few months ago. I was dealing with a guy, bought me flowers and everything posted on Facebook. You, I stopped dealing with him because 
you you didn't know how to talk to me. You didn't you didn't know how to communicate with me. You were mad with somebody else. You were mad at something that one of my friends did. My friend now, not me. And here I am trying to resolve the situation. And instead of you talking to me about it, you want to cuss and, you know, raise your voice. And, and I'm talking about this going on for days. Like we, we get, I get home. We talking about it that night. We talk about it that night. We should resolve it. I shouldn't be going to be mad at you because you mad at me about something that somebody else said. Like that ain't even got nothing to do with us. So if you can let that out there affect what we got going on in here, when I'm telling you, hey, that's, my, you know what I'm saying? I'll address it. If I'm saying, hey, I'll address my friend, when all she did was said something that you didn't like, was she asked you why she, why you didn't show up at her birthday? You didn't like that. She never met you before, but you didn't like her uh, grabbing a phone from me and asking her why you didn't show up at her birthday party. She never met you. She's trying to meet you. She's trying to meet the man that's making her friend happy. So I understand it from her point of view and I understand it from your point of view too. But at the same time, you're not going to come at me like I'm the one that did it. So guess what? Even though you were whining and dining me and over here every day, I ain't have to worry about you talking to no other female. Females wasn't even an issue. You know what I'm saying? But you're not going to disrespect me either because I don't deserve it. And if I deserved it, then maybe I would have matched your energy. Maybe we'd have been in here fighting for no reason. You know what I'm saying? But because I don't deserve that, then I'm just sit you outside my life. And a couple weeks ago, the same dude, mind you, he uh, blocked me because I hung up on him that same night. You you calling me, raising your voice. Hey, you know, I called this name. I ain't going to say his name on live. But I called his name. I said, hey, you need to calm down because you're about to bust, bust a blood vessel in your head. Like, and I'm kind of laughing because at this point, he have been yelling for two days. So I'm like, I, I just really don't understand why you're so upset about this whole situation. <laughs> so I hung up on him. He called me back. Don't hang up the fucking phone in my face. Rah, rah, rah. And I'm just like, you know, I called his name again. I'm like, you know, something got you out of place right now. But you have a good night, you know, and I'm just talking to him real calmly. And I was just like, you have a good night, you know, think about it or, you know, pray about it, whatever the case may be. And I hung up on him again. He blocked me. You blocked me because I because I wouldn't accept you talking to me like I'm a fucking dog or because like I'm something or somebody that did something to you. And guess what? Thank you. Thank you. I, I do, you know, he ended up texting me probably a couple weeks after that and was like, do I want to talk to him? I was just like, no, I'm good because why the fuck would I want to talk to you when you block me? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm thinking in my head. I didn't say it to him, but I'm just like, I told him in a real polite way, I'm good, love, because you blocked me. You ain't come, you know, you ain't call me back. You ain't give me no reason. You ain't apologize or none of this other stuff. He ended up texting me again two weeks ago, y'all. Two weeks, I would really like to hear from you. Still, no apology. No, this is why I did it. Listen, whatever the fuck you had going on back then in June, you can go reverse, reverse and go back to June where the fuck I left you at because. Here I am in November still living my life and peaceful and happy. And you come to me, still no apology. You still, I would like to hear from you. And if not, that's fine. What? Oh, no, he trying to go. He trying to gold you then. He trying to you, 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 you trying to gaslight me. You, 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 if not, that's fine. 
What do you mean that's fine? You bitch, you blocked me and then you unblocked me so you could talk to me because you want to talk to me? Come on, make it make sense. Narcissistic behavior and that's toxicity. We ain't even get nowhere and we would never get anywhere because of men out here doing little simple shit like that. And that's why females or most females or real women like myself aren't putting up with the shit that these niggas trying to dish out because I'm not going to put up with that shit. Maybe uh, another bitch would that's out there living in the hood in Section 8 because she ain't used to no nigga buying her flowers or paying, you know what I'm saying, paying for her uh, uh, no no light bill or no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? She ain't used to the man whining and dining her. So mm -hmm. she going to put up with it because that's what she want. And that's what, that's that's what she want. That's, that's I, want, that's I want that, but that's overall, good, I right? want a respectable man. You can, you can respect me. You can communicate with me. If you respect me, everything else going to fall in line. Mm -hmm. yep. Your honesty, your loyalty, your, your communication with me, because you're going to want me to know everything that you want me to know. However you believe that. You are going to want me to know everything that's in your world that I can help. Because you're going to see that I'm not a hindrance to you and what you're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I ain't nobody got no time for all this. Ain't nobody got no time. I'm gonna cut that shit off right when I see that it's when I see that it's there. I'm knocking that shit out right there. I'm not gonna. I'm not keeping on. Keeping on. Let me just see how far I can go. No, you know, show me. That's it. That's it. That's it. I wasted. I didn't wasted too much of my time. Yeah. I'm almost forty years old, y'all. I can't. I can't keep on wasting time with people that's gonna keep showing me that they're not for me. People always say I'm always at forty. I'm almost at forty. I'm almost thirty. I'm almost forty. Yeah. Y'all almost thirty-five. <laughs> I listen. I had to. I'm twenty-eight. Who? I'm twenty-eight. Who thirty-five? He think he twenty-eight. You thirty-eight. Twenty-eight. Thirty-eight. In dog years. Mm-hmm. Hundred eight. Yeah, but I mean, so yeah. So what I say, like. Y'all ask me like how far do I get? I'm right there. Soon as soon as you show me, oh, zip, that's it. Like, okay, I ain't got time. I ain't got time for it. And then I got two little people over here too. So let's not forget that fact that I have two little people over here that I'm setting an example for. How about if you're in a relationship for a while and then you start noticing things later? Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a, I'm, I, I've been in a relationship in a while but when I was in a relationship I love my ex I love my ex for I ain't telling I ain't gonna tell y'all like all, out of all the girls and shit that I found in his phone and everything like everything I love him because of money I love him because of money so those are two things that's that's real like real deep to me right now. You got to show me that you, I ain't gonna say financially stable because it's hard out here, and I get it. But you got to show me that you financially, you got, you, excuse me, you're financially literate to some standard where you're just not out here being reckless with money because I'm not. So therefore, if you're reckless with money, I can't trust you as a my provider. You know what I'm saying? I can't trust you over my household. What? 
I said, I'm glad I ain't got to provide for nobody because I'm a damn sure looking at But you just said, you, wanna, you just no. said double dose that you don't have to provide for nobody. So that's I'm just the, saying, no, I said, listen to what I said. Though. I said, do I want to go get my nails done? Or do I want to feed these damn dogs? You better feed my babies. You better feed my damn babies. I'll be over that bitch. <laughs> Look, oh, don't Jeremiah talk about. Oh, <laughs> sorry, mama. Don't for listen me, to me. Just, for me, it just for me. Like, when you're in a relationship okay. For, for me, because when you're in a relationship, when you're in a relationship, you're not always going to be on the same page. You're not and always. You're understandable. Not always, you're not always going to be on the same wavelength. You're not always going to be at the same plate. And the thing is, is that sometimes it, sometimes there is adjustments on both parts, so you, so you can get back level. But compromise. Way, That's compromise, baby. Yes. But the thing is, is that if, when one person is compromising, and you see that you're doing all the compromising, but you haven't, you, you really haven't caught on to it because you were, y'all are in love and everything else like that. And you realize you've been compromising this entire relationship and that person has not. And then next thing you know, next thing you know, you're at a point where at that point, there should be, you should be able to have a conversation. Hey, we, hey, you're not doing the same things I'm doing. You're not, right. because I don't believe in giving 50-50 in relationship. relationship right, you got to give 100-100 because like what... what? It's a it's a number, guys. It's a percentage. If I give just fifty percent of what I am, what is a nigga I'm really going to accept that? You know, a real man ain't looking for just half of no woman. woman. He want a whole woman. woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, no. Um, but, 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 um, Jay, not in that sense. <laughs> that's just that's just that's just that's just where that's just where my my mindset goes. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you both have to be able to conversate and be able to be able to be able to come to common ground, especially when it's two different personalities coming together and everybody, right. everybody's raised different. That's why I say that's why I that's say fine. I give my point and I, I want to go ahead and vocalize this and go ahead and put this out here. So, you know, you know what you're doing. And after I have had that conversation with you and you're still doing the same things that you were still doing. <laughs> yes. Then, 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 yes, you can kick, you can kick, you kick rocks. But I mean, I mean, but we gotta, we gotta get to that point, right? I feel like it's something that they genuinely may not understand that they're doing. Like, no, they I, understand like, it because when I look at Aaron, when I was talking to Aaron last year, and I would say Aaron was kind of like a relationship without the actual title. You know what I'm saying? Quote unquote title. I was dealing with him for mm -hmm. almost a year, and it was just like I'm putting out more than I'm getting in type thing just like you saying jay you know what i'm saying it was no title but it was just like i'm putting out more than i'm putting in. you you want the the girlfriend benefits over here but you don't you don't want the actual girlfriend and then you go out and make an actual girlfriend like this is another whole situation y'all this well, girl and sometimes uh, okay <laughs> sometimes those type of people like i think how can I put it? Okay. Narcissist. So, no, you okay. We can go with narcissists, but with people who they're like, you know, I don't know. I feel like when people do stuff like that, when they get with somebody after, especially after they made this whole thing, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm single, or you know, I want to be single, or I don't know, or they're on that field where it's like, I don't know, but then you turn right around and 
They're engaged. I, you know, they're 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 dating. They're engaged. For me, mm-hmm. and from what I've seen, just just me, this is somebody who is letting them get away with them. Yeah, they they're did. doing what? They're letting this is somebody who is allowing them to get away with stuff. Even though some people like to say, "Well, yeah, because that person checks them and all this other stuff." Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I have literally seen it where they will leave the person. You know, I'm gonna pick. I can only pick on me. You'll leave me because you know I'm not ready or you know whatever, whatever. But you get on with this next person, and that's because that next person lets you do what I wasn't allowing you to do. Mm-hmm. I, put up, I put up this boundary and I said, no, I don't like that. No, you can't do that. Yeah. And then you are, and then you, because you find that person, you or they'll try to find other ways to get around the boundary you've already put up. No, you did this last time and I already said no. So why are you doing it again? And Just that goes back to, to my main word that I like to use nowadays, accountability. You know what I'm saying? Nobody takes accountability for their own actions. And if people took more accountability for what they do and how they treat people, then we'll be in such a better place. A lot of people don't know how to take accountability because they were never taught. They were never taught growing up how to take accountability. They were never taught. They were never. I was never taught accountability. I don't. I don't know. Like, in what lessons can we say that we were taught accountability other than other than like uh, children being children, right from wrong? Right there, right there. What you're saying, right there. That that right there. Because you like, in all seriousness, hey, you got some people who go through life where their parents is like, oh, it's okay, baby. You just, it's all right. It's okay. No, no saying. No, I'm sorry, or I made a mistake, or anything like that. Like you got some people to this day, some big ass, grown ass age people that feel entitled. No, entitled. And they still don't know how to apologize. Mm-hmm. That's the point I was getting to. They can't even apologize. It they 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 well up. With that's, that that's that entitlement. That's that entitlement. But it's but it's not. It's how it's how they were raised. It's how it's how their is what their parents instilled into them. But that's the word for it, entitlement, because they they think in their mind they're higher than everybody else or in a different standard than everybody else. So they don't have to follow the regular standards or something. Not necessarily, because every every parent is not meant to be a parent. You're right. Every parent is not a parent. Every majority of parents right now are their kids' friends. Majority of kids, majority, because um, it's no, it's no way in hell. Like, okay, you see it on TikTok, you see it on Facebook, you see it where else that I'm gonna show up to somebody house, I'm gonna show up to somebody house though with my child, so my child can fight to fight. Yeah, I'm, I saw I'm that on there that. too. That's, that's, not, that's not accountability. That's not anything at all. You literally okay, you but we as ch- we as the children that you know, grew up into adults, we don't know in our minds right from wrong. No, no. Mm-mm. Why? Because the pink they were never taught. You, you, don't, you don't have to. to I, I've, I've known, and it's documentaries right now. I seen a documentary the other day on Netflix. Matter of fact, it might have not been Netflix, but where the girl was like, she was like, she was 12 years old and she was married to her cousin. Um, she was Indian, an Indian woman. It was some documentary. 
And she was just like, that's what they do in their religion. And everybody know that that's what Indian, that's what they do in India. They'll promise them to a family member or somebody else who's wealthy for goats and stuff to make sure the family is well off. And she was like, in her mind, she always felt it was wrong. Mm -hmm. And her, even though this is what your whole nation, your whole everybody is doing. Mm -hmm. In her mind, she felt like it's wrong. She said she went to her auntie house one time and her cousin took advantage of her. You know what that was? That was rape. You know why? Because she didn't want it to happen. And you know why? Because it was wrong. And yeah. she knew in her mind, even though this is what her whole nationality, her whole cultural, her whole culture is uh, experiencing, this is what she made in her mind that she said it was wrong and she decided to fight against it because us as Americans, we know it's wrong, right? But we're going to say no. that a Muslim, no. No. a Muslim no. has no. to endure it because they're I'm from gonna, India. No, I'm going to say the reason why I can say no, even in America, no, they don't say they don't consider it wrong because child marriage is still legal here in the United States. Yes. And some... Oh, no, hold on. I'm going to stop you right now because it's only six states that have completely banned it. Only six out of all, what is it, 50, 51 states in the, in the United yep. States? Only six have banned it. Florida is one of them. And by, and what, 16? 16 and 17? No. You, no. What did I just say? Child marriage. That means all they need is a parent's legal consent. I, being a licensed notary in the state of Florida, if in the parent, it don't matter how old the child is. If that parent comes to me and says, I want my 10 year old to marry this 50 year old, I need you to know, solemnize this wedding. Now, but what I'm, I'm saying is, it's a stigmatism because we know it's wrong. It's but, a stigmatized because we know it's wrong. We in our hearts know it's wrong, right? You're sitting there, you know the numbers because in your heart of hearts and in your mind of minds, you know it's wrong. And that's what this woman was saying on this documentary. And that's all I'm saying. She grew up around the whole thing. And we in our minds know what's right and what's wrong. And that's all I'm getting at. No matter what your environment is like, no matter who is around you and stuff like that, you know in your mind what's right, you know what's wrong. It's a cultural thing. When it's a culture thing, because you brought, because, you know, it's about that young lady's culture. Well, the same people that's doing it here in the U.S., they're Christian. They may be a Christian, different state. And them, what, what's the difference with them? They should. Oh, them the wait a minute, because I'm finna explain it. What I'm saying is, is that when it's a, when it's, when it's dealing with religion, when it's dealing with religion, that's what can happen sometimes with people's religion that that is such an influence on them. You got what? Is, what are the people called? The Mormons. Mm -hmm. Those are the people mm -hmm. that also practice that as well. Mm -hmm. That's still a form of a different branch of Christianity. It's still yeah. a form of Christianity. It's what is in their environment. They may not. You do have some people that be like, you know what? I don't like this. This don't feel right. I watch those I documentaries all the time too. Right, and it's absolutely. True that it is some people, but when you have some people that's grown up in it, that's so engrossed in and it, and that's all they see, because and that's all they know. You're, I mean, because okay, so like what, what what you're saying, Kay, is is somebody somebody in a cultural sense, and she sees that it's wrong because America and other countries and everything else like that. But when you're when no, not because of America and other countries, but because she feels that it's wrong. 
not because of what we're doing here, but because in her heart, she knew it was wrong. Yes. In her heart, everybody's heart isn't the same. Right. And I understand that. Now, I'm not saying that everybody is exactly the same, but I'm just saying people can make up their own minds. And that's why Jesus Christ died and sacrificed his life on Calvary. So we'll have the option to do right or the option to do wrong. But the thing is, if somebody grows up in a talk, OK, but somebody that grows up in a domestic violence household, I'm just going to use domestic violence, a domestic violence household where they see their where where they see their mom getting beat up every single day. When they they're more likely to grow up and beat on somebody. They're more likely. They're more likely to be abusive in their household as well because that's normal. That's what. Right. That's, that's what. That's what. That's what they know. They know. They know. If my wife gets out of line, I can smack her. And mm -hmm. the, thing, the thing is, is that the thing is with a lot of toxic, with a lot of toxic traits and a lot of narcissistic people and a lot of narcissistic things that they do is the reason. The reason why. The reason why they don't know that it's wrong because it's what they've seen growing up. It's what they've seen. It's what it's like. It's literally, it's literally, it, it's literally something they've seen every single day. So it's normal. Granted, and just granted, like, granted, 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 the cultural, granted, the girl with the culture, she saw that that was wrong. She saw, she, she felt that was wrong. She felt that mm -hmm. wrong. And the thing is, is that the, the people that's narcissist or whatever, they may, they may have had a feeling at some point that this may not be right. But mm -hmm. at, 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 at the end of the day, at the end of the day, in the back of their mind, in the back of their mind, this is what I know. You should be, you should be obeyed. You should be, you should, you should be okay with this, what I'm doing. Cause this is what I know. I, I would even go to this room when it, you, with the same domestic household, you got the two, let's just say there's two children involved. You got one that believes and seeing what was done to mom or dad or whatever. You got the one child that says, okay, I know that I can smack my spouse around or whatever, whatever. But then you also got the one, the, like the young lady that you described as a free thinker, where it's like, I don't want to do that. I don't, that does not. That, that does not look like that is a that doesn't look like that feels good to me that doesn't look like love to me so and they they grew up in the same household it's kind of like that age-old question how is it that you were raised in the same household but you got two different mindsets you got two different you got two different mindsets in one household but you were raised the exact same way mm -hmm. nothing was different just like with uh baby girl in the in the Indian country in India you talking about the Indian country. I didn't mean to say that. I apologize. Um, but the young like her, like, how is it that you were raised around all these people doing the same exact thing, but you got your own, you got this own set, you know, and that's it, it, it's it's hard to explain to a degree where it's like, yeah, on the out to her, it's like, yeah, that's wrong, but everybody else, like, no, you're wrong. Right. You're wrong. You're going against centuries her mama, her family just owned her for years. She exactly. said. Exactly. You got mom just, finally came around. She said her mom finally came around towards like um like her older days or something like that. But you know, like she said, her family stopped talking to her for years and disowned her because she decided to speak out against it. And that's the that that she that disgraced right. their family. That's what she said. That that right that right there comes that comes to being to part of and what I mean. That's why I say being quiet doesn't help when you're dealing with somebody that's toxic. Because at the end of the day, somebody has to somebody has to speak out to that person. Because if not, if nobody, yeah. if nobody speaks out to that toxic person, nobody let this person know. Hey, what you doing? What you doing is completely that's wrong. Right, you, that's real fucked up. It's the, it's the same thing with a child. If you don't never, if you don't let a child know 
this is not what Early. you're going to be doing, they're going to continue to do it. Right. You're right. And then you're only passing that off to somebody else in the world. And then you're gonna have you're gonna have that person, you're gonna have that person dating somebody else's child. And the next thing you know, well, guess what? They motherfucking children come in my face with all that narcissistic behavior and shit. I'm sending them off in the world for somebody else to deal with their ass, okay? Because I don't want to deal with them. Because I don't have to deal with them. I didn't create their narcissistic asses, so I'm not gonna deal with them at all because. I ain't the one play. What what are you what are you, what are you doing to weed those people out? It's it's really not no way to weed them out because they're they're snakes in the grass. You know what I'm saying? So it's only it's only it only really takes like it, it's either you be alone or you don't deal with nobody at all. What can you do but get to know a person? And you know what I'm saying? And if not, then move the fuck on. Right now, I'm just chilling. I can't right lie. now, I'm just chilling. It's always my go. Uh, what? All right. What? Be alone? Yeah. Like, that's, all, that, you know, that's always my first option. Like, mm, I'd be good. I just, I just don't see myself like if if I could find something that was worth it, Jay. I just don't see myself <laughs> with it when I don't have to. I just don't have to right now. Maybe once I'm married, you know, and just like you say, um, it's always going to be disagreements and stuff. And it's always going to be, um, you know, y'all never going to be on the same page all the single time. Like, and I get it. I get it. It's a, it's a battle. You got to fight for it. And I, I get it. But at the same time, love, love doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how much you love me. Ain't no way that you can love me so much where you're continuously hurting me. And I do not believe in struggle love. Oh no, I've got more. You, you're continuously, you can, like if I'm not getting yeah. nothing, I, I I had no man ever to just take me in and say, hey, you ain't never got to work again, and I'm taking care of you and all your kids and paying all your bills and all the latest fashions, what you want. And oh. until a nigga can do that, guess what? A nigga ain't finna be running all over me. Uh, like, don't, like if you if a nigga gonna cheat if you gonna cheat then you gotta take care of me like and I ain't getting taken care of so guess what I'm not getting nothing out of it like nothing absolutely nothing don't ask me for nothing what you want yeah no alright this is a good little combo we can go ahead and wrap this up but yeah this is okay that's for real cause I'm finna go to bed alright Thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah, thank you for letting me come on the show tonight. I'll have to y'all have to let me on another night to voice my opinions to all y'all friends. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jay still on No, Jay's I want everybody to check out shittalkpodcast.com. We got some new things out there. We got some um, Special guests. We have grinders. We have other things. We have new vendors that are on there as well. Um, thank Grinders. y'all for listening and catch us again next week. Catch us again. Good night, everybody. Shit, talk podcast. This week, get the fuck off the podcast. Talking that shit. That's a double dose. Underlay, underlay, vomitos. They lucky I did not pull up with a check it, but they want to hear us, so here I go. Huh? Let me 